Hi guys, welcome to another edition of the World Talkout Podcast. Today is only 5th June. Uh, uh, it's important to know that everything you hear in this podcast is not our financial advice. You're meant to do your own due diligence and consult your own financial advisor before you make use of anything you hear on this podcast. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by World Hackers. The World Hackers is a community of people that actually teach you how to uh, operate in the financial markets, uh, from stocks to cryptocurrencies to real estate and every other thing. Uh, so in case if you want to find out how to join the groups, uh, which groups are free and what you can actually benefit, just drop a message and everything will be related back to you. So uh, today we'll be looking at the things that have been happening in the market. Today is actually a public holiday. So we are looking at uh, what has been happening. Uh, firstly, we start with what happened yesterday evening. Uh, shockingly, Didi, that IPO just last week Friday, uh, we saw what happened when the Chinese government actually said, okay, you guys uh, have to remove all your apps from uh, the play stores of uh, all the people that use you. Now, for the people that don't know, Didi is just like the Chinese version of Oba. So uh, what Oba offers is just what we have with Didi. And then uh, we know that uh, there has always been this risk that comes with actually uh, having anything to do with uh, China. Uh, that comes with the way the government is structured and all that. And even the US Senate have actually uh, uh, wrote a proposal on how to actually uh, try to uh, control the, the companies that are listed on, uh, on the New York Stock Exchange and uh, and the Nasdaq that are actually coming from China, so as to protect uh, U.S. investors from any sort of manipulation that can come from the Chinese government. And this is this has actually caused a lot of uh, Chinese uh, startups and companies to try to uh, IPO a lot faster, so that they can actually be in the market before any form of regulation is set out. Uh, we just know that the U.S. market is very good. Many companies just want to have a, a share of that, uh, what is going on there. Uh, but that brings its question of what we are seeing with Didi. Isn't that a real concern uh, when it comes to that? Because the Chinese government could have actually done anything, uh, any other thing they wanted to do much earlier. But they actually waited for this to IPO. It actually opened around $14. And then it moved all the way to 17 then the next day, okay, that was on Thursday. The next day on Friday, it actually went a little bit down to 15. So if anyone bought this at IPO, if you bought at IPO at $14, you're still not at loss. But it will be interesting to see what happens when the market opens because with the information on DD, everybody knows that nobody is expecting uh, this stock to actually grow up when uh, they have actually, uh, let's just call it what it is, they have actually banned the app in uh, in, uh, in in China. Now we have uh, uh, Didi actually releasing a message saying, okay, that they are thanking, very respectful, they don't want to offend uh, the government. They said they are thanking the Chinese government for pointing out their irregularities and that they are gonna try to rectify it. And they were assuring the people that already had the app that they don't have to uninstall the app, that is just uh, removing it for, so new new users don't join. Now the, what the, the Chinese, uh, Communist Party or Chinese government is actually uh, accusing Didi of is actually uh, sending out some information to the USA, uh, selling out some information. Now you have to talk about companies that actually take your data when you actually register with them and make use of it. They talk about big companies like uh, Facebook, Apple, and others. 
and OBA is one of those companies that actually takes your data. So what Chinese government is accusing them of is taking uh, the ID and uh, some other vital information of Chinese citizens and giving it to the US. Now, I don't know, some people actually classify this as a code war already, but there's a kind of, uh, there's a kind of uh, controversy going on between the Chinese and the US over uh, who controls information. A lot of people have tagged this and say, okay, this is where the third world war is happening. And uh, I read a full analysis someone gave on what uh, China is actually doing by not allowing uh, most of the US companies to have uh, access to their data. You know that uh, Twitter, Facebook, and most of the apps that you actually enjoy, they're actually officially banned in China because they actually use their own uh, apps. So a lot of people see this like a move by the CCP, CCP Chinese Communist Party, to uh, actually control their information because they believe the next war will be on that of information because whoever controls the means actually controls the message. Uh, you know that normally you get uh, those sayings from Facebook and all the social media handles that they are not uh, publishers, they are not contributing to the message, like they are going to uh, just pass everything you're saying. But uh, we have China actually saying not so fast, we actually know what we're doing. So they are creating their own uh, markets and all that uh, for everything from uh, social media and some other applications. So I don't know, we'd like to know if any person about DB and what do you think is the risk factor when it comes to uh, China? I remember the last time I was actually giving a bear case for uh, some stocks. Some people were asking me, what is the bear case for this particular stock? And I just wrote China as a bear case, like this is the problem. And some people didn't understand what that was all about. Now, when you are in, uh, investing in, a, in an economy where the government's regulation uh, you don't know, they can actually just do anything with uh, the particular company you are investing in. And then the normal filings for the companies that are coming from the Asian part have had a lot of irregularities too. Uh, that is actually a very high risk factor that every other person should actually take uh, be concerned about. So it's something you want to verify. You know, we have a lot of uh, popular stocks that are actually moving uh, up in the market. Uh, we have all the Stika, Futo, and all the ones that even the uh, FinTweet uh, community and a lot of communities like at the moment. So it's actually something you have to be careful of. Uh, apart from that, elsewhere it's been relatively quiet. Only UK stocks actually traded today. Only UK stocks and um, other stocks from other places. I know most of us don't have uh, stocks from the globe, but that is what diversification is all about. So I hope everybody is actually buying stocks. I actually have uh, some UK stocks and I've been keeping for some time, and which is okay. And then uh, we have Bitcoin. Bitcoin is actually a little bit bearish. I think uh, for the past 24 hours, it has been dropping, uh, dropped four to 5% for the last 24 hours. So a lot of bearish movement around Bitcoin. And we are wondering, uh, are we still getting to 100k? Now, a lot of things uh, we have to realize is that when it comes to internet, the internet has just been around for uh, not so, so long. There have been a lot of questions about internet. The internet is very relatively new. And uh, what we are seeing with the markets and everything, it just shows that uh, we are still adopting to it. So the question of where Bitcoin, because when we talk about blockchain technology and everything that surrounds it, uh, is all centered on the internet. So uh, if you're betting against Bitcoin at the moment, are you really betting against on the continuous existence of the internet? 
The internet is barely 40 years old. We have a lot of tech in the world currently that are older than this. So uh, we just like to get everyone's opinion on what's going on with China and their regulation. Uh, then what is going on with uh, BTC? Um, we'd like to know even if you have uh, any winner that you bought today or your stocks, your global stocks, apart from the ones in the US, the one that's actually performing uh, wonderful today, you can actually let people know. I think uh, we have to encourage uh, diversification on all levels because I, I observe a lot of people are just having only uh, US stocks. And then when you talk about diversification, it's not like that. Um, when it comes to UK stocks, it's not been, it's been a kind of very, day, uh, not really much has been happening. We have a lot of stuff. We even have stocks that are up more than 80% today and all that. The stocks I have in the UK are not doing so well, but uh, they are there. So let's see who else uh, we can talk to about uh, China and all that is going on. Okay, uh, I think we'll start with Mr. Gabriel. Mr. Gabriel, I think you joined uh, much earlier. Uh, Pastor Gabriel, good evening. How are you doing? Good evening, sir. Okay, do you have any stocks that are China-based or everything is more centered on China? Uh, yes, I think Leoto is China based. I think that's the one that just comes to my mind now. Okay, uh, so Lioto. what do you, what do you, how do you, how do you normally evaluate? Uh, because of the, I think you've been listening to my uh, monologue. Uh, what do you normally do to actually check what is happening? Number one, when it comes to what the government is doing, and number two, when it comes to valuation, because this is the two places that. A lot of problems have occurred in the past. The China gov Chinese government actually moves in and does uh, you just do what they want. And then their filings are just most times irregular. So how do you check yours to make sure everything is okay? Uh, I think the first thing I will about is that when you are buying uh, any stock that is based in China, I I believe that things will not be like this forever. China cannot be in isolation forever. They are not an island. They need to still relate. Even though they don't going to be related with America, they will relate with the Europeans. They will relate with other Asian countries. So they won't be like this forever. And my time goes on, they will be relaxing in some other areas. So that's one of the... And I see... I think the, most of the stocks I have who are China-based, they are, they are the one that has a future base. Like, uh, I think the major one is renewable, like the one I mentioned. So uh, I believe they won't stay there and be in isolation. It's going to expand to other parts of the world. That's one of the that's one of the reasons I see their future. That's one of the reasons I buy them. Irrespective of what the government is talking about, what the government is talking about, there is no way they can be in isolation as a country on their own without interacting with other parts of the world. I say the the major challenge is the arrival with the Americans. Apart from that, I think, I think most of their stocks are also okay. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, then uh, when it comes to cryptocurrency, I just talked about uh, the internet being very young. And then everything about cryptocurrency is like a bit on the internet. Do you see us going back to 100k? And what do you think about the statement about the internet being young and everything being young? Does that make it like a case of something you want to invest in, knowing that the internet is just less than 40 years old? We have a lot of older technology, telephone and all that. But 40 years, and then when we talk about Bitcoin, blockchain, and all that, all those things are reliant on the internet. Does that give yes. like a sense of confidence that, okay, this thing is still going to go up? Or is this a fallacy? 
I turned it okay, still young, relatively. But but we discovered that all over the world will be most of the companies, most of the industries, they are internet dependent. In fact, the emerging economies, those economies are just evolving. Without internet, there's no way they're gonna survive. So uh, Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency is gonna be with us for a very long time. But I think what we're passing through is just a cheating uh because people did not understand it first of all and because the government and the station they are trying to fight against it but they are saying that as a, a rival to to their smooth operation now they are fighting against it getting to 100 100 thousand this year for bitcoin uh is doubting but it's not that it's not possible we can get there All right, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Gabriel. Uh, let's just uh, see if we can get uh, some other alternative opinions, especially when it comes to China. I want to know if anybody invested in Didi. Um, stock IPO'd on Thursday. It was actually right, uh, because when we have an IPO, there's something we call right pricing and wrong pricing. Now, the right pricing happens when you IPO at a particular price. Let's maybe peg it at $50. And after the IPO, or uh, after the IPO, uh, you close the section, you are closing at maybe $70, $80, a price higher than your IPO or target price, then that's actually called right pricing. Then uh, wrong pricing is when you actually uh, peg this maybe at $50, and then you ended up maybe with $25 at the end of the trading section. Now, uh, Didi actually IPO'd at $14, and they closed the, they went as high as $17 after the first day. The second day, they went as low as $15. So everybody that bought at the IP at fourteen dollars actually still has game. But we know the news that actually came out when uh, China ordered uh, the app to be deleted from all app stores. So uh, we're wondering how that will affect the market. <clears throat> so uh, let's just uh, get another person to uh, give us an opinion on our uh, China emerging market. And if you have any stock that is performing well, my Nintendo is actually performing uh, very good. So if you have any other stuff you want to talk about, uh, we actually allow that. Uh, Katie, good evening. How are you doing? Hi, Shubi. Good evening. I'm doing very well. And you? I'm okay. Do you have any Chinese stocks? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Okay. Is, it, I, is I it by chance? Are you, purposely, are you purposely avoiding them? Yeah, I started avoiding them when I think someone had mentioned it back then some months back and i have even seen some i've seen what they did with um, um baba which i used to have so after uh, yeah. that after, after the that whole um that thing happened okay. i was like okay i think um first of all i've experienced it. secondly the people that have been in this market longer than i have been I've actually mentioned that one should be careful. So I can't be monitoring China up and down too much like this. So yeah. I just decided yeah. to move on. When, yeah, when there is a lot of other talks to actually uh, dive into. Now, I don't yeah. know if you know about Didi. Do you know about Didi and their services? Yeah, I heard. I mean, I heard about them when they IPO. I think um, it should be a hill, a hill, um, like a taxi kind of app, right? Yes, uh, that's just like Uber, but that's like Uber, the Chinese yeah. version. Yeah, I, I heard I heard when they IPO'd. I wasn't interested, but I heard. And of course, I heard what China did. I mean, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, I guess this reinforces the whole idea of just staying clear of Chinese um, stocks. Because, I mean, 
they can wake up one day and just say something and nobody challenges these things i mean even alibaba that seems to want to alibaba went to hide that went to hide <laughs> we've not we've not seen him since then <laughs> it's just as though they told him in fact we must not see you even on any public um television or whatever so he yeah. has gone into gone into the into hiding basically so yeah i just stay away from them generally for now okay uh do you have any global stocks and um and like i mean global apart from the usa and how are they performing as of today we know that the u.s mm. market didn't open but uk canadian and other markets open no up. i actually i actually have mostly um u.s stocks really and first of all i'm not even sure um like the popular apps like bamboo or chaka i'm not sure they even offer well maybe they offer etfs maybe for yeah. other no, they, they do have one or two it's not like a lot of them but they do have a few a very few of them uh, yeah well, i actually I have stocks on my trading to want to do not on my uh no yeah I, of course i know trading to want to have yeah but i don't you know i've been having challenges funding trading to want to recently and i mean it's more of a trading account for me so yeah maybe i'll calm down a bit on that all right, uh, then let's just get yeah. opinion. Uh, lastly, on uh, Bitcoin and the internet. Now, something about the internet. The internet has just been around for 40 years. And sometimes when we look at the things we are doing with it, we are just talking on this uh, platform today because of the internet. There was no way we could have had this meeting some many years ago. We just have to gather somewhere. 40 years, there's no way you actually have to send that letter. We just want to discuss what is going on in the market. You can't discuss what's going on in the market daily. You have to maybe after after a few months of trading, we now gather everybody. We discuss, ha, huh, have you seen what China is doing? But now every day at the events of food, we can discuss it because of the internet. It's very young. Now, a lot of people are betting against Bitcoin, betting against all that. Now, it's really necessary to understand that Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the things around blockchain, blockchain technology are just, uh, are just, we are just talking about more futures of the internet. That's, I'm oversimplifying it now, but that's just more futures of the internet. So do you think it's even wise to see people betting against it? And do you think we will reach 100k uh, price for Bitcoin uh, by the end of the year? Uh, betting against Bitcoin. Um, well, I'm not sure it's exactly wise. I wouldn't agree to bet against Bitcoin in a general sense. Like, okay, for instance, in 10 years' time, I mean, in terms of cryptocurrencies now, not, in, not blockchain technology, because I'm sure a lot of other things will still pop up that we didn't even know were use cases for blockchain technology. But in terms of yeah. Bitcoin, I mean, in 10 years time, it may not be the biggest. In fact, I'm hoping that all the other coins, all classified as old coins, which to me sounds a bit discriminatory, but all the other ones classified as old coins can actually even decouple from Bitcoin, really, because the whole Bitcoin rises, everybody rises, falls, everybody falls. I don't I don't think this market is going to actually get to where it should get to if I mean someone has said before what actually made me understand because I was wondering why would anybody even buy the altcoins when you notice that like Bitcoin is like the thing that is dragging everybody. If Bitcoin decides today that it's gonna make a hundred percent move, you discover every other person moving at least 50, 60 percent. Yeah, yeah. So I mean some people have argued that some people have argued that. Um, that happens because some algorithms and, I mean, programmed bots that 
some of the big wheels that all have in place. They kind of trade all those things at the same time and yeah. dump them at the same time, right? So it will make sense for uh, maybe when all these um, hedge funds and there are ETFs, so there's a Bitcoin ETF, Ethereum ETF, XRP ETFs, things that are bringing money exclusively to certain um, cryptocurrencies. It will start helping to um, decouple the whole market. But I wouldn't bet against Bitcoin. I mean, um, I think Bitcoin will probably still reach 100K. I mean, this thing is yeah. just this thing is just temporal. I mean, it happens in every market cycle, but I guess we all need reminders each and every time that the market goes down, it comes up. I mean, I'm sure some people were screaming doom and gloom in March 2020, right? But the people that stayed are, of course, doing well. I'm sure some people were screaming doom and gloom during the bear market from 2018 to 2019 ending and all of that. But the people that stayed, that stayed invested and were even invested, they are way up now. And I, I mean, they don't seem as foolish as they seemed back then anymore. And some people are even saying, I wish, I wish, I wish I had stayed, I wish I had invested, all of that kind of stuff. So the market goes up and down really. So, and um, blockchain technology, Bitcoin, these are new, uh, these like, um this is a new technology and a lot of use cases are popping up i mean it's i think it's going it's really uh going to go further than way further than what we are even imagining right now so yeah i wouldn't bet against bitcoin in summary all right all right uh thank you so much for your perspective i really appreciate that i do hope you enjoy your evening and i hope you join us again tomorrow and every other day uh thank you so much yeah. kenny thanks Judy. all right uh Mr. Ademi Ganiyu, uh, I don't know, are you following the conversation? Can you hear us loud and clear? Okay, Ademi, are you there? I don't think he's here. Uh, let's just move on. Okay, we have a uh, who we'll see. Okay, oh, okay, let's get to hyphen. Oh, hyphen, good evening. How are you doing? Hi, Chu. I'm good, thank you. Okay, uh, we are discussing about uh, what happened with Didi. Uh, not surprising, but at least it just uh, reemphasizes what we normally talk about. So do you have any stock in any of your portfolios that actually align to China or that is like centered from uh, China? Uh, nope, I don't have any Chinese related stock. Um, no, I find them a bit risky. Okay, that means you're like avoiding them on purpose, not by chance. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I definitely tend to avoid them. Okay, uh, something that um, Mr. Gabriel actually said. Mr. Gabriel said, okay, he doesn't mind that things are not going to be like that forever. Like, he's taking a bit on uh, maybe the randomness of government. And sometimes it happens that way. We know that, uh, okay, currently, like in Nigeria, we have APC. Even if APC is going to take over the next uh, four years, there's no bet that they are not going to take over the rest 16 years. Definitely, at some point, another party is going to come over. So, uh, do you think uh, that is like a healthy way of looking at things when you want to pick all these stuff? You are just considering that risk and you're like, okay, I know that maybe sometimes things will change. Is it a healthy strategy? Um, so I think I think the I think Chinese stocks definitely offer an opportunity for people that want to make money. Um yeah. but they, they they I think they tend to trade in cycles, right? Like we have other thing in the market. And it's an issue of understanding the variables that are you know, understanding the cycles in which they run. 
And if you're able to catch those runs, then sure, you can benefit significantly. I mean, China is a very big economy. Um, and with that, you have very good businesses. And so if you can find the good ones, then sure, they can really run. So I think it really depends on, you know, whether you're able to spot those trends and pick them. But I just find them there has been kind of a, a history of them having irregularities when it comes to their filing. Now, what they basically do is like uh, they just uh, prop up whatever they are doing. I don't know um, if if you actually just perform any fundamental analysis on this stuff, you discover that just a section of what a particular company is doing that is not that uh, much. They just prop up the numbers and all that. So there's a well-documented list of like kind of irregularities that go around with the Chinese market. I know that you just said that uh, these the cycles. Now, when we talk about the irregularities that come from not the government this time around, but the companies and with their filings, I think this has to do with their own uh, SEC and every other person. Isn't that much of a concern, even more than the government? Um, I mean, I think it's a concern. But again, I think it's, you know, it goes down to the bottom line, right? Whatever you're going to get into, you're going to research. And based on that, and based on that research, you know, you're going to determine whether you'll be happy to accommodate such risks. Um, and that's the thing, you know, they're very solid com Chinese companies that have solid fundamentals, but because of government influence, things can happen. Just similar to what we saw with the IPO, right? So are you willing to accept that risk? I think that's very fundamental. That's just the key here. The key. Okay, all right. Uh, let's move straight to uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Uh, what do you say about the people that are betting against Bitcoin at the moment? And then, uh, do you think we'll get to 100k maybe sometime later this year? I know this is not the first time I'm asking you this question. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, bottom line is if it's uh, if we're talking if we're talking Bitcoin, right? Uh, short yeah. term, I, I definitely see a downtrend. Um, but if you're looking at the core fundamentals, then sure, you can bet long term and sit down and wait for it. I think the former speaker talked about, you know, people that lost out in March because they thought it was all bearish, people that lost out in 2018 because it was all bearish. Um, so if you're going to hold long term, five, 10 years, for example, sure, I see opportunity. Um, but if you're trying to trade it within a shorter time frame, then obviously um, you have to pay attention to the current trend, which I currently see as a downtrend. So if we're talking of 100k this year, anything is possible. <laughs> um, but I'm not bullish in that sense that we touch 100k this year or anything is possible. Um, I'm currently more bearish short term. And, you know, as I see people talk about, oh, he 29 went up to the 30s, 29 held, you know, it's 34, 35. I'm hearing all that, but I'm looking at long term, the long term trend, and to me, it just still looks very bearish. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just trying to marry the fact that on the fundamentals, I am very yeah. bullish, but I'm also marrying it with the current technicals I'm seeing. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's kind of like a funny one, but um, for me, I'm short term bearish. Okay, you just have like a certain Bitcoin. Uh, don't let them pass you. <laughs> I wish I could. Um, no, 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 I'm not short of Bitcoin. I just have a lot of money in USDT that I'm looking at that typically I would have bought. So I, I think I told you, I, I, when Bitcoin touched 29, I bought Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Um, and when it went to 31, I sold. And then it ran up to 34, 35, you know. And um, somebody I talked to was like, oh, you know, we talked and he bought two and he sold. It was like, oh, he wished he didn't sell. 
And I'm like, yeah, the only reason I told is because I'm becoming more uncertain about what is happening. And it's looking to me that it's, you know, it's kind of like trying to go down. So he was telling me yesterday, oh, if he hits 29 again, forget it. He's buying up, forgetting about it. And I'm like, if he hits 29 again, I'm definitely not buying. Because to me, it's it's showing that he wants to go lower. Um, so we'll see what happens, to be honest. But um, yeah. I'm short-term bearish, long-term bearish. Yeah. What you're just saying, uh, short-term bearish, long-term uh, short bearish, long-term bullish. I think that's the beauty of uh, like being an active investor. You can actually spot uh, uh, short-term opportunities and you can actually make use of it. Why actually still hoping on the long term? Uh, I think that's an excellent one. I think everybody should learn about that. As somebody was asking uh, the other day for the definition of active trader and active active investor, I think this is the best definition you can get because uh, an active investor actually looks for opportunities too that they can actually sell something. Uh, this is what I do sometimes. I have uh, some stocks I've been keeping since last year. I already know uh, the pattern and which the move. Then sometimes I just know, okay, this is going to go up and come down. And I, I can use maybe another trading account, buy a little of it, trade it, and I just have a little change in my pocket. The last time I mentioned this on the group, everybody was shouting, ah, so you trade too. Yes, I do, but very sparingly. And sometimes when I trade, it's almost like, I just know that this is going to give me $5 and it just give me that $5. Uh, let's move on to uh, one last thing. Do you have any uh, stocks outside the U.S. and how are they performing at the moment? Right. Um, outside the U.S., do I currently have any stock? Uh, no. I used to invest in the U.K. before, but I closed that chapter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. It, it doesn't seem worthwhile to me, and you know, it seems like I get the market's always dancing around. So um, I'm going yeah. sideways for too long. Yeah, I agree with It's just like uh, it's not like. You don't have the same adrenaline rush and uh, every other thing that's happening in the uh, well, US market. I don't know about the adrenaline. So I'm not necessarily looking for the adrenaline, but I get what you're saying. But I'll tell you one, one thing. So this year, um, on my account, I made 50% of my account between January and March. And the returns came from a UK stock. Like a UK wow. stock drove my account to that point. It was it was ODX. It was ODX. Highly yeah. speculated. No, it's not a stock worth investing in now. So I wouldn't advise anybody to jump in. Um, but it was highly speculative ODX, and essentially they would make uh, rapid test kits for COVID. So it was a COVID play. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, yeah. So I got my returns, you know. Um, but I exited after that. But the thing was, I was like, can I do it again? It was just too high risk. I got my returns, which was good, but it was just too high risk. But with US stocks, it's easier for me to manage my risk, um, which is why, yeah, I just kind of stick to that. Okay, um, that's an excellent one. Uh, thanks so much. I do have, I, I think I still have a few uh, UK stocks. I don't know, it's not just UK, so I'm just scattered all over the place, but it's uh, okay. And I agree with you 100%. Thanks so much for your perspective. I hope you keep listening, and I do hope you have a wonderful, uh monday evening uh thanks so much i trust me okay uh let's uh see if we can actually sneak in uh one or two more people before quality day okay i was talking to ugo see ugo is no longer here uh ezekiel ezekiel good evening how are you doing okay Ezekiel is not here with us. Let's just move right ahead. Oh, Sandra. Sandra, good evening. How are you doing? Hey, I just joined in. Good evening. 
Yeah, good evening. What we are talking about is not even complex at all, but let's just talk about it. We are talking about what happened to Didi, the Chinese company. Uh, it's like China was just targeting uh, people from the US. After they just finished dumping their money there, they now told them to go and uninstall all the apps from all their app stores in China. So uh, do you have any Chinese stocks at the moment? That's the question. Mm, no, I don't think so, no. I don't have any. Okay, is it by purpose or just like by chance that uh, yeah, by luck? I, I, guess, have... I think it's luck. <laughs> okay, but the, the normal thing they talk about the Chinese government and the and the Chinese companies, the irregularities that come with them. Have you any concerns about that? Have you ever noticed that, or do you consider that whenever you're even making a trade or investing? Actually, I don't. Although usually, I I I when I hear the wave, it's very annoying because I, I hear the ah okay, and I see it play out, but. Really, I don't. I don't consider it. And I'm, 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 I'm buying a lot of excitement and potential okay. to make money. Yeah, I, I, I really like, I really like your type of investing. I just want to be like you, or some time later. Okay. How? So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting, a, I'll be buying a lot of excitement and all that. Oh, uh, the next thing we're talking about is actually Bitcoin. A lot of people are betting against it. I know you have a, you bought, you sold, you bought again. Mm -hmm uh so what do you think do you think we are still going to get to 100k this year uh certainly not this i it, well let me not say certainly i don't think this year but um i don't think this year it, it can still happen but certainly not this year not this year let me not use the word certainly. Okay. but you see you have bitcoin i know you bought back right mm, i bought i bought some coins yeah i have bit somewhere i, 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 I have some all right uh then do you have any stocks i think this will be the final one do you have any stocks outside uh the u.s stock market no actually i don't think so i think they're all u.s stocks that i have oh okay i think we have a uh, u.s stock investors uh mainly and i think it's because of the brokers drivers actually offers more of u.s stock more than any other yes thing. uh because yeah. of our you know drivers is controlling particularly bamboo and real stuff there. Okay, yes, uh, yes. thanks so much for perspective. Uh, do enjoy your Monday evening. Oh, I have, I have Baba. I have Ali Baba. I forgot to, ah, because this don't move in, so. I, forgot I, to I actually saw that. I, I was actually one of the very bullish guys on Ali Baba. But at the point, I noticed that this guy was, yes, I had a lot of it. And then I noticed that this guy was actually fighting the government. And why it so it was not just because this guy is fighting the government. I noticed one of the reasons why Baba became what it is was because of the help of the government. Uh, what I, the analogy I gave, I gave this in this particular group. I gave an analogy using Dangote. That's like, because Dangote, uh, yes, he's a good businessman. Please, nobody should inspire me for that. After all, it's for entertainment purposes. So uh, don't take anything seriously. Dangote actually rose to power because of uh, a lot of incentives he actually got from the Nigerian government. Now, just imagine Dangote that actually getting active uh, help from the Nigerian government, fighting the Nigerian government. That's like suicide. And I was like, uh, I, I was thinking, okay, I know I'm a long-term guy. Do I want to keep my money and wait for? Because this is like kind of what Mr. Gabriel talked about. I don't know if you were there. Mr. Gabriel talked about, okay, that this government is not going to be there forever, that sometime, uh, sometime in the future, something is going to definitely change in, the, uh, in China. So the question was, it's an opportunity first question. Do I want to really keep my uh, money there 
and wait for something to change because Baba has actually fallen out of love with the government that made it what it is. And there is no way coming back from that unless there was a change in government. I was like, no, my money uh, can actually do something for me in the next five, ten years better than that. Because we don't know how long it's going to take for that government to change. And even when the government changes, there will always be a window for you to uh, maybe buy back or something. So I hope you're seeing profit in Baba at the moment, or not carrying it too much uh, heavy bags. No, I'm not carrying. I'm not carrying too much bags. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there's no profit, but I'm. I'm not carrying too much bags. Not just a small purse. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the first time I'm hearing this one. It's not a heavy bag, but it's a small purse. All right. All right. Thank you so much uh, for your perspective. Do enjoy your Monday evening. Okay, Ugo C is back. Ugo, good evening. Uh, can you hear us? Okay, I can't hear Ugo, and I don't know if Ugo can hear us. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Fumi, I think Fumi is the last person, and Philip, Fumi, Philip, any person that actually responds, we can actually have a little conversation with the person uh, before we call it a day. And Jones, yeah, Jones is here too. Okay, someone responded now. I, I think it's Ugo that said something now. And Daniel too. Okay, sorry, Daniel and Emmanuel. Okay, Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel is the one saying something. I can't spot somebody saying anything. Who wants to have the conversation? Just jump on, have the mic. Good evening. Okay, Ezekiel. Good evening. I called you last time. It's like we are we are eating. Good evening. I can hear you loud and clear. We can hear you. <laughs> you are eating. You didn't want to share the food with us. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had these powers on the stock market to predict the next uh, hundred percent, the, the next ten bagger. I actually do. I actually do. <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Okay. Do you have any Chinese stocks at the moment? Uh, I have one that I've, uh, I've been playing around with. What's the name of the stock? Uh, you might share. If you don't mind, you can actually not tell tune in. us. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. But the, the name, the, the ticker is TOR. T-O-U-R. 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 Ah, don't I know that stock? It looks like uh, that sounds so familiar. T-O-U-R. Okay, I don't know. Okay, no. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with it. I've had it before. It's not the one I was thinking of. Uh, so okay. how is it going at the moment? Then how do you actually... Uh, Knowing the risk that actually accompanies this, so how do you normally uh, go about uh, evaluating your investment? Well, um, Chinese Chinese stocks are very 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 risky for me. I I think I don't want to even go near them. Seeing what I've, seeing what I've had this for a while anyway, so. And I, I'm, I'm looking out, out for it uh, towards the reopening of all the, when travels will come in again. So I'm okay. looking, I'm saying so it. is a COVID place. Yes, uh, or reopening place, uh, let's put it down. Okay. Like, okay, let's see how this summer will go and see what the holiday, as in the holidays will bring for the company. That's what I'm looking out for. So... And I, I don't see it as one that is heavily uh, antagonizing the government. Or, yes, it's not such a big uh, corporation as it were. So 
if you look at the the trend, one of the things the government go after, the Chinese government go after, are the big big corporations that they know that okay, yes, they have muscle. Look at Alibaba, yeah, and and Didi now. Didi too was yeah. is, yeah, a Didi big, is a big company. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people don't know about this here. It's actually a really big company, and they're actually moving into a lot of services too. Yeah, so so that's why I'm a bit not too fretty about it, about my holdings there. So, and more so, it's speculative. I'm just looking out for it's a short time play, looking out for how reopening and travels will go for the organization or for the business. So that's that's why I'm. I'm there. Aside that, even new, I used to have new, but when I began seeing the whole drama and knowing that, okay, today new has has um, government backing, tomorrow somebody in new yeah. can behave and that will be the end of her. I, yeah. I reevaluate. So <laughs> that of Didi was even the nail that. Uh, the, the is it the last nail on the coffin or how do they say it now because yeah, i was shocking it was like they were just waiting for okay at the, the if if it was these religious people they would say those are the enemies that stay for wait for you at the junction of your of your yeah. breakthrough yeah i was <laughs> so, just talking about this because they were just waiting they could have done this like you can't tell me the information was not available to uh, the Chinese government much earlier. Yeah. But they just waited for this IPO, and it was like a very good IPO and everything. And then the news just broke Sunday evening. Yeah. At least, Aunt, um, when when ants wanted to go public, they, they 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 stopped the IPO. You know that's that's uh, better than allowing people to put in their money, and then you not tell them that you are, you are restricting their services, their source of revenue. Well, things yeah. may still may still um, correct itself. I don't know. Did you read their message? Their message, they were just trying to play. You know when you are like damaged and you are trying to play that PR to package everything? They were like, they were, uh, that we are grateful to the Chinese government uh, for their regulation and that we will try to make everything right. That and the people that already have the app should not delete the app that is only affecting new customers that, that was like they were trying to like you know damage control that's at the, at the end of it if you look at that i i think they they are still also they know the effect it has on them and they are trying to also you know it's a political issue so they are going to also try to play their politics too at the yeah. background they will, nobody will sit down and see is is a business go down the drain so they also want to see where they made the mistake with the government and go appease uh, Xi Jinping as much as they can okay uh that's actually a fantastic one i think uh, you actually said a lot uh, that we can actually make use of on this now let's just get your opinion on uh btc are we getting to 100k uh, i know you listened to some things i talked about earlier the internet is just 40 years old. It's not the like oldest technology we have. We have a lot of technology that's way more older than Bitcoin and everything about the internet. Now I'm classifying, I know I'm oversimplifying this. I'm classifying everything related to blockchain technology uh, together with the internet because it's just one of the features of the internet if you want to uh, yes. really look at it that way. Uh, yes. So do you think we are getting to break here? And what do you think about the people that are betting against uh, blockchain and the Bitcoin? 
But I don't think people should be blocking uh, betting against blockchain. Maybe they should bet against Bitcoin because yes, it's more speculative. As a matter of fact, for people that uh, invest using use case, you begin to ask, what's the use case for Bitcoin? Like you the can't that uh, that is going to take us to the moon <laughs> so there's uh, the the use case is really not is it the the cost of doing transfers on on the on the bitcoin blockchain it's expensive there's a lot that goes against bitcoin so bit the only singular thing i think i see in bitcoin is the limited uh, it's it's been limited in it's a limited resource <laughs> Yes, yeah, supply, yeah. yeah. So that's like the major uh, thing giving it its value, the limit, the limit, uh, it's been limited. So that's once we give it its value. I see it getting to 100K because it, of it, those who, uh, well, this year I can't say, but I know that within the next 12 months it will get to 100K. I think you are more optimistic. I like the way you are turning a lot of Bitcoin bulls, as in they would like to dash you money right now because you are giving us hope. <laughs> well, I don't hold Bitcoin anyway because it's very expensive for my own portfolio right now. It's too expensive for me. So I don't hold Bitcoin, but I think I see, I, I believe it will still get down, get down to 100. But it, it has gotten to 60 in the next 12 months, yeah. Let's see how it goes. I'm only betting. I won't bet against it, but I won't stop anyone from betting against it in the short term, as uh, who I think highlighted. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Let's get one more last one last question before you go. Is uh, do you have any stocks uh, away from the US? Uh, like you have UK stocks or South Africa or something that is trading in any other platform? Do you have any stock apart from US stocks? Uh, Nigerian stocks. <laughs> you have Nigerian stocks. Yeah, you no, know, you belong to the tribe. Actually, you have Nigerian stocks too, so it's not a it's not a bad deal. Uh, we I know have, what is happening in our market. I have from from 2012, 13. Okay, to, from 2013, I have one pot. I have one like that. The stocks have been actually sold a lot of my stocks to move to the US market. Uh, I did have a lot, but I I totally have only two, two or three now. I'm not sure. I I really have to check it. And I, I have kept them since 2000, and I think that was 2006. So I've been holding since that time. <laughs> okay, so but I also have one, one, um, one UK that I'm playing. Uh, I'm just trying to, I'm still doing a research. I'm still doing my research on it. Just a dip my toe in it and trying to see how it goes. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, how, thank you so much. For All right. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. I, I, uh, the other guys we called on, I don't think they were here. I was calling on Ugo. I don't think he was here and every other person. I want to thank everybody for contributing. Oh, iPhone, Sandra, uh, Mr. Gani, you, Pastor Gabriel, uh, every other person that actually says something about the issues of China, Bitcoin, and then if you have any other stuff. I actually do have stocks in the UK. I, I have I have even uh, this Bitcoin ETF. What do they call it? <sighs> Imagine I don't even remember the name. I'll check it up. I want to I want to let everybody know what I have. I do have that. I have Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, it's it's actually I see like a golden opportunity. 
Remember, anything we are mentioning here is not a recommendation for you to buy. It's just a entertainment and education. Yeah, I do have agro blockchain. Yeah, I have some good amount of money. The agro blockchain, I have Nintendo and some other UK stocks, uh, a very few of them. So it's actually good to diversify if you can. But the market is not so exciting as Ohio said. I agree with him 100%. But if you find a golden opportunity and you think, oh, this is a chance. Because when we talk about diversification, diversification doesn't always have to be uh, there's diversification across industries, there's diversification across markets, there's a, a diversification across, across teams, uh, so there's just diversification from different angles. So sometimes when you're buying a stock, you can actually make sure that even if you're buying within the US, uh, you actually diversify uh, uh, within industries, you can actually diversify between markets when you're still in the US uh, market, because there's a lot of stocks in the US at the moment that uh, the primary source of uh, business for that particular stock, even though they are listed in the US exchange, maybe NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange, maybe in Mexico, China, or Nigeria, or some other place. So diversification is actually good. I'm not going to start preaching about that. Uh, you can actually listen to a recap of our most exciting episodes on Anchor FM, Spotify, or Google Podcast. Just go there, type in the world's hackers. You will see us there. And then uh, social media handles, the wild hackers on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just go and give us a follow. It's been an exciting episode and I'm hoping to see you guys tomorrow when all the action starts in the market. Um, thank you so much. My name is Chubi Daniel, civil engineer, real estate developer, business owner, and your host. I wish all of you a wonderful Monday night rest. Thank you.